Chapter thirty two of the Art of Stage Dancing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tech Savvy. The Art of Stage Dancing by Ned Wayburn. Chapter thirty two Dancing Children. When you're teaching a child something that suggests play and that at the same time is beneficial to health and beauty and is also the real foundation for a future career, you're accomplishing much in an easy and pleasing way. Illustration. The activities in our Saturday classes for little tots do all of this. They're called dancing classes. And they become that. But the gradation from romping play into systematic dancing instruction is accomplished practically without consciousness on their part. And thus they learn the rudiments of stage routine almost without knowing it. Illustration. Children's Saturday Hour. I don't know of any bunch of children anywhere that have a happier time than do our littlest pupils in their dainty lessons in the studios. They love every bit of the work. In the first place, it is adapted to their years, and their instructors are both competent and kindly. And while it is quite a problem to handle a room full of little folks bent on mischief and direct their playing along systemized line, we do it and before they know it the little feet are stepping in unison to bright music and gradually there is awakened a pride in perfect performance and the little playmates become little dancers each trying his best to equal or excel his or her fellows i go on record as saying that the age of eight years is the most favorable for the beginning of a dancing career for then the young pupil has a mind sufficiently developed to easily comprehend instruction and a body readily responsive to training yet we take children from four to seven years of age for specialized training which prepares them properly in the fundamentals and techniques that is so necessary occasionally some five-year-old dancing marvel is discovered young years are learning years the world over and the right training in the foundation work for the future great dancer as taught in our studios is so attractive in itself and so suggestive of real fun to the little learner that both child and parents give it their hearty approval. Dancing teachers in other cities send promising children to New York to study for professional careers. Mothers bring the little dancers to New York, anxious to put them on the stage at once. But that is not possible, as a state law prohibits any child under 16 from appearing before a paid audience to sing or dance, while permitting them to go on for a dialogue parts only, if they are past 10 years. Producers demand birth certificates and live up to the law. There is, in New York City, a Jerry Society which controls the situation and is sharply on the alert. Here in New York City there is a professional school for state children which many attend. The great majority of the children who come to our studios for dancing instruction are from families who do not want the children to take up stage careers but wish them to be properly and thoroughly trained in every type of dancing, which incidentally brings out all the natural grace in the body, develops health, poise, charm of manner, personality, and symmetrical bodies. Parents naturally desire to see their little ones graceful, accomplished, pleasing in deportment, and able to exhibit a few clever steps in home or amateur entertainments. A parent's proper pride. Others, especially professional stage people, active or retired, enter the young folks in my courses with a view to their ultimately becoming professional stage dancers. They know the emoluments. They know that one daughter on the dancing stage is worth ten in the parlor financially. 
they know too that old adage as the twig is bent and the rest of it as they start their twigs straight and in fertile soil with faith that in this way their child's future is well and happily provided for a knowledge of stage dancing is a life insurance policy that pays big dividends during one's lifetime the dancer is her own and perhaps her parents beneficiary we have taught here in the studio at our saturday classes as young as four usually however they are five six or over in the primary work we give them all sorts of jolly exercises walking running galloping and for the tiniest we have skipping special baby work body building and dancing games our junior class for children devotes half an hour to every mild physical training and limbering and stretching work on the heavy felt pads and then there is half an hour of dancing games the hour thus passes all too quickly with our interested little pupils as they show proficiency in this work we give them the equal dancing steps which are arranged in effective routines all of the technique is necessary and beautiful and they love to go through it before the big wall mirrors and see themselves in graceful poses illustration ned wayburn and two tiny pupils herbert colton six and patty coakley five those whose little bodies are especially adapted to it are allowed to take up so-called acrobatic dancing and it is not surprising that the heels overhead idea appeals as it does to the juvenile mind it is actions such as they crave doing cartwheels splits back bends and many shadowy tricks and they just love it they are never forced in this work but really accomplish it themselves under painstaking instructions children eight nine ten and eleven years of age are assigned to the intermediate classes beginners or advanced according to the proficiency or talent that they show you those twelve thirteen fourteen and fifteen years of age are placed in the children's senior classes either beginners or advanced i personally grade them and supervise all their instruction when they reach the age of sixteen the girls are put in the adult girls classes and the boys at sixteen are given private lessons from then on there are no mixed adult classes one thing we are very careful and considerate about is putting a child on her toes in the ballet work we find cases where teachers elsewhere have forced this too soon before the child's feet and ankles were prepared for it mothers are sometimes to blame for that and for they are eager to see their little daughters to do this pretty work but we insist upon proper foundation work first developing the child gradually and then when the strength is there we know we should be able to do the rest not only without danger of permanent injury but with assurance of pleasing and perfect success children thus gradually get instruction in five basic types of dancing example musical comedy tap and step acrobatic ballet including classical character toe interpretive and exhibition dancing they may develop best along one of these types and choose to follow that one out to a real professional quality or they may acquire a good working knowledge of all and thus have a diversity of accomplishments then when they reach the age limit of sixteen they permits them legally to enter upon the profit-taking period they are ready to respond i watch the little folks with their instructors every saturday they graduated according to their ages at first and then graded according to their ability usually at the end of each term every twelfth or thirteenth week the youngest group gets one hour's worth 
all their little bodies can stand, while those between eight and fifteen inclusive get two hours instruction each Saturday. Their mothers, guardians, or governesses are in a spacious waiting room. We're making a lot of children happy, and at the same time laying a foundation for their health and beauty, and perhaps for their financial prosperity. The future great dancers of the next two decades are somewhere in this lot of little ones, which once it will be is unknown to them or to us but all are given an equal opportunity and many will make good end of chapter thirty two